0: hey everyone welcome to cutting through the noise today we're talking about affiliate advertising Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> cool this is Cassie and Michelle and um, we're like over halfway done with our 19 traction channels now yes, I, guess I think crazy think about. I think we only have like six more actually so quite a bit oh, wow. more than halfway done yeah so if you haven't listened to those go check out our other episodes um, as well as the videos and blogs
1: on these topics All right. So uh, let's just go ahead and jump into it. Our attraction channel for this week is affiliate marketing. Uh, Cassie, do you want to maybe give us a brief rundown of what that
0: is? So affiliate advertising is when you're working with someone, you know, you're a business and you're working with someone to promote your company in a way um, that they get paid when someone actually um you know takes their advice or actually acts on whatever they're asking to do so we have done a podcast on influencers and those sort of um, that sort of advertising channel however it's a little different in affiliate marketing because um, an influencer will typically just get paid you know to post about a certain product or service and affiliate advertising usually uses um, what would be called an affiliate link and that person would only be paid when someone actually clicks on that link and visits the website, downloads an app, um, you know kind of takes a conversion um, to the next level. Right. So that is the difference between someone just being an influencer and being an affiliate marketer. Um, a lot of influencers do affiliate marketing um, but it doesn't always have to.
1: yeah so it yeah, with affiliate marketing, um, you know the nice thing the reason why it's such a nice channel channel for, uh, startups and, and newer companies is it really kind of takes away you spending that much money on marketing because you really only have to pay your affiliates once they either make a sale or they get the click. Like whatever metric you set upon, mm-hmm. um, you only have to pay when that action is taken.
0: Right. Which is nice. So you know that you'll, you're only paying if you're actually getting customers visiting your site or I don't know, whatever that yeah conversion looks like, like you were saying. Right. So, um, as we are reading about this before this podcast, um, I found a couple other things that would maybe help understand affiliate advertising a little bit better. And those, um, are just the three different pieces of the puzzle sort of. So if you're a business, um, that's using affiliate advertising, you are the advertiser, um, which isn't, I guess, normally a word we'd use probably like marketer for a company, um, maybe an owner of a company, something like that. And you're the one that's paying someone to advertise your product. Next, you have the person that's doing the advertising. So we like to call that the publisher and that person is publishing the link, helping them get paid through affiliate advertising. So that's a publisher. And then there's this third piece um, that not not many um, marketing uh, tactics technically have like a third piece. Usually it's just the you know, the business and then the customer. So the third piece in this case is the actual customer. So that's the person who actually clicks the link, um, watches a video, downloads app, buys a product, visits a website, whatever that looks like. So you have the advertiser, the publisher, and then the consumer. Um, When you're looking to partner with a publisher, it's really important to make sure that you're doing your research and finding out who actually has an audience that is likely to click on the link, Um, and not just likely to click because they're a bunch of (laughs) click-happy people, but because they actually would be interested in your product. Um, You also want to make sure that you don't fall into a scam. Um, There are some people out there that will click their own link, you know, just to get paid. (laughs) so i think it's important to kind of vet those publishers that you're working with and make sure that they have um, consumers that are
1: good for your product I was going to say, this is a bit of a reoccurring theme in most of our podcasts. Just make sure you know your audience. Yeah, (laughs)
0: exactly. So it's interesting here because you're working with an audience that isn't necessarily your customer, but kind of like a liaison to your customer. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also say that it's important to make sure you're not just in it for like the short game with getting a bunch of clicks right at the beginning or something, because ultimately you want these links to be something, you know, that maybe the publisher publishes the link and then a consumer clicks it. But then you want the consumers to be able to share that with their friends, um, you know, not for money just because they actually like your product. And you want it to catch on um, in other ways than just through that link. So yeah. I'd say don't, um, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket in this link and assume that people will forever be finding your product only through this one blogger's um, affiliate link that you're using. Right. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, and again, just make sure you're always providing some kind of value to it.
0: Right. Yeah, Definitely. Um, another thing that I was reading about is how it's kind of hard to choose how much you pay an affiliate, Mm -hmm. um, someone that's posting an affiliate link because I don't, there's not really like a right answer. It can be anything from like 5% of a sale all the way up to like 90% of a sale. Um, you know, if you're selling bags of Skittles, you're probably not going to give them 90%. But if you're selling, um, houses, you know, and someone purchases a house through a link or a brand new RV or something like that, an airplane, I don't know, airplane (laughs) tickets, um, then, you know, you might be paying someone more money because that conversion is less likely to happen. So those are just some considerations um, to take.
1: Yeah. And actually kind of piggybacking off of that, I I read a little bit too about how you should try to keep the payout as simple as you can, though. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's easier to just calculate how much it costs to acquire a new customer and just like kind of pay out below that, Mm -hmm. just kind of figure out that range. So.
0: Yeah, I also read that a lot of people think that affiliate marketing, or after their own experience, they know that affiliate marketing is actually a cheaper way to acquire customers um, in certain um, areas of business, in certain like time frames of your business, yeah. of the life cycle.
1: Yeah. So I guess, Cassie, in, in your experience, um, are there any examples of affiliate marketing that you've seen or that you've been uh, exposed to, I guess?
0: Well, I think that it's interesting because – In uh, my experience, I've seen affiliate marketing um, in almost like customer appreciation kind of way where they just, you know, they do send affiliate links to their customers and ask their customers to send it to their friends. And then, you know, they might get... Um, a free coffee or something. If their friends also buy a coffee, Um, that can be considered affiliate marketing. But then there's also the side, Um, Michelle, we were talking about the example of the skim earlier, Mm -hmm. and that is um, big companies using another company to reach customers. So instead of using customers to reach other customers, um, you're using a big company. So if you haven't checked out the skim, you should, because it's a cool um, you know, brief news recap. You can look at it in an email or they have a I think, like, kind of a blog
1: website. Yeah, they have, like, the daily scam that you yeah. check out every day, Monday through Friday. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> if you look at it, it's really clever because they have these kind of fun headlines that make you want to read the story, and, you know, it's. I think it's aimed at millennials. It's kind of a quirky, like, <laughs> thing. Yeah, and they use, you know, very cultural, culturally relevant um, I don't know headings and stuff like that references so throughout the you know the email or the website they have the different headlines for the news topics and then as you get closer to the bottom you can't even really tell the difference when the headlines start to be for ads you Mm -hmm. know it'll be a really catchy headline and when you click on it you realize that it takes you to a product page um or something similar um yeah it's
1: a very native i guess format to it like because you know all their um you know, their headlines regarding news topics and stuff, mm-hmm. They'll, they usually outlink you to right. a news site or whatever. And they do a very clever way of, of including that for their affiliate mm-hmm. marketers.
0: Yeah. So that's a way that, you know, big companies are using the scam to reach um, customers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a good example. Um, another... I don't know what other ones can you think of any?
1: Uh, yeah, I was looking a little bit into like Etsy. Um, they actually have an affiliate marketing program as oh, well, sure. which is pretty neat. Uh, I mean, for those aren't who aren't familiar with Etsy, it's just another marketplace mm-hmm. where it's a lot of attracts a lot of the do-it-yourself and small business people are working from home, building, uh, making crafts and different products that mm-hmm. they can sell. So, they actually have one I was looking to earlier about, um, you know, they encourage you if you. Find links on Etsy and and share it with people um, and driving people to the website. They'll work with Mm -hmm. you Uh, only if sales go through, of course. That's the trade-off. But um, it's a pretty cool program. It's like an ambassador program. Cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Another example that I was reading a little bit about and which may be a tip for someone that's trying to just get into affiliate advertising and doesn't really know where to start Um, There are actually a lot of websites or networks that are easy just to Mm -hmm. kind of dive into. You give them your product information, you give them the (laughs) link, um, and then they can like disperse it to different affiliate marketers. Or there are also websites that that is purely what it does. Um, Like ClickBank, if you've ever been there, or RetailMeNot. You know, these are websites that offer the consumer like a, a sale. So I might be looking to buy um i don't know like a gift card to a restaurant or something and i can go to retail me not or um clickbank or whatever it might be and if i purchase from their website the way that um clickbank and retail me not and these other sites make money is by people purchasing through them and those companies are paying the website yep so that's why um you can purchase different products through other people's websites sometimes
1: yeah so, again, it's a pretty um, easy channel, again, for mm-hmm. startups and small companies to get through. It doesn't cost you too much up front unless yeah. you're getting the the turnover that you're, or the, yeah. I guess, the conversion that you're seeking. Right,
0: which is a good thing, because yeah. then hopefully, like you said, if you're um, paying them, like, a certain percentage of your sale and that's worked into your, um, you know, your revenue model, then it should work out just fine mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah. Um, another thing that... Affiliate marketing does helps you save time because you know once you send this information to the affiliate marketer or to that network that you're using, um, like Retail Me Not or whatever it might be, you know you're kind of done with your side of things. You know yeah. you just take the sales and then you pay someone, <laughs> so it doesn't require as much um, effort as maybe some like PR, my or some of the other traction channels, blog writing, all these other things um, that take a lot more legwork. I would right. say.
1: Or you know paying like thousands of dollars in paid search, for right. example, and not getting a conversion. Yeah,
0: yeah, because that's not like guaranteed, right? right. If you mm-hmm. pay for it, it's not really guaranteed that you'd get a conversion. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's like pretty much what I had written down for affiliate advertising. Um. It's funny whenever we kind of go through these traction channels here in our office. It suddenly hits us on ways that we could be using them for some of our clients and as well as some of our own business um, opportunities that we Mm -hmm. have here in the office. And so it's been a fun um, exercise for us, I think. Absolutely. I
1: think so, too. Yeah. Great to share and learn at the same time. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, with like 19 traction channels or however (laughs) many there are, that's a lot of things to consider. And usually people get kind of stuck like these are the ones that I use and they've been Mm -hmm. successful or i don't know if they've been successful because i haven't been able to track them um but these are the ones i know how to use so like when you are able to try out new ones um i think it's powerful and this is one that's easy just to try out um because like i said it doesn't take a lot of work to just toss um your information into one of these big networks and oh yeah potentially get paid for (laughs) it someday (laughs) or get um get a sale for it so yeah what else any any other thoughts michelle
1: uh, yeah, actually, Cassie, um, one more thing I was thinking about. Can you maybe walk us through the steps of how you actually like acquire getting an affiliate link?
0: Yeah, so, you know, I mean, if like your business um, and you want to do this, but you're like, how do I have enough yeah, links like- to give everyone?
1: <laughs> exactly. Right, because
0: they have to be unique to the company or person that's using the link so that you know who to pay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, no, just pay everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not an expert in this, and I think there might be some better ways um, or other ways. So if you are listening to this and you know some really great ways to do it, um, comment on this podcast on YouTube or send us a message or something. Um, but one way that I found today is you can actually use Google Analytics. They have a tool that helps you create these um, you know, basically, it's just like your website with like a bunch of stuff added to the end mm-hmm. um, and you can create as many as you want for the different campaigns, as far as I understand. Um, and sometimes those get a little long and crazy, which is where something like Bitly, I think Bitly is a tool that can help you shorten mm-hmm. links as well as Genius Link. Is that correct? They kind of help short, create shortened links?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then they're actually, I think they're, are they local here? Are they um, they were started
0: by a Missoula company, or started by people that were from Missoula. Right, and Montana, now they're based in Seattle. Which is where we are, so that's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, creating those links through a tool like Google Analytics, or um, if you have another analytics or tracking tool, they probably have a way for you to create those links. Who knows, maybe even... Where you host your website might have something like that i'm not really sure yeah i think there are multiple tools out there that you can use Um, but google analytics is one that i don't know we trust google analytics because we use it for a lot of different things and it (laughs) has a lot of power (laughs) Um, and so that's just a good way especially if you're maybe just making a couple of um, Mm them want to try it out it helps you do that Um, and then using something like bitly or genius link or something along those lines to shorten it and make it relatable. That's like when you're on um, yeah. YouTube and someone's like, oh, order this um, lip gloss. Okay, that <laughs> that maybe sound super girly, but they're like, order this lip gloss. Just use glossier backslash Hannah, you know, like that is what they're doing. Right. They're getting an affiliate, giving you an affiliate link to use and they're going to get a little kickback um, from that. So, nice.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I think that was a good rundown.
0: And but the link that Google Analytics made for that company probably wasn't glassier backslash Hannah. Like it was a, really long, and then they used a tool to shorten it up. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's affiliate advertising, and like I said, we have a blog and another YouTube video coming out on the same topic. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's uh, everything.
0: Yeah, go try it out and let us know how it works, yeah. and then subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel.